0: to the Human Capital Innovations podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Terry Sidford about finding the courage to lead your situation, your team, your work environment, and your relationships. Harry Sidford, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited to have a chat with you. We're both in Utah, and uh, I've interviewed a handful of people that are located in Utah, but most most people I interview are from, you know, really all over the U.S. or all over the world. Um, so it's fun when I find someone, you know, where we we can uh, relate in terms of the the beauties uh, around. Utah in terms of nature and the mountains and the national parks and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a lot of
1: fun. Yes, it is. It is. We're, we're very lucky to live here.
0: Yeah. Just this morning I was dropping my, um, my young, uh, my youngest daughter uh, off at school and just the, the sun was just coming over the top of the mountains and, you know, just kind of had one of those wow moments like, wow, how am I so (laughs) lucky that I get to be in the middle of this and get to see this each and every day.
1: I love that. I absolutely love that. We have to be, we really need to focus on on things like that right now in the middle of everything and and look at the beauty that's just right outside our door uh, when things get a little bit challenging. I just got back from California visiting family, so it was fun to come back home.
0: Good, good. Well, today we're going to be talking about finding our courage, um, the courage to lead our own situation, to lead our team, our work environment, and our relationships. Uh, and I know you do a lot of work in this area. And and so I, I look forward to picking your brain and getting some of your insights to share with the listeners. Before we dive into the discussion, I just wanted to share Terry's bio with everybody. Terry Sidford is a sought after TEDx speaker, author, and certified professional life coach. She has spent over half her life acquiring the knowledge and experience that qualify her to guide others. The acquisition of those experiences is a basis for her book, 100 Hearts, Inspiring Stories from the Women Who Lived Them, a collection of stories of female courage in the face of adversity. You can find Terry working on her next signature talk and sharing her insights with audiences across the nation uh, at her website, terrysidford.com. So thank you so much uh, for for joining me. Um, Before we launch in, anything else you would like to share by way of personal background, context, anything for the listeners?
1: I think you pretty much nailed it there. I really have been working uh, with a lot of people as a life coach and as an author and then began my speaking career. And then it launched into um, working with corporations and it's been a wonderful journey. Just very organic how I've, how I arrived here.
0: Well, good. And, you know, I think that's often how it it is. Um, We, we all, tend most of us tend to have you know kind of meandering paths in life and in careers that then end up taking us down you know pathways that we never would have expected you know earlier and I know that's certainly the case for me and I, I find that a lot of what I do um, now you know lays the groundwork for future opportunities you know five ten years from now that I haven't even conceived of yet and so it's it's fun to just go on the journey and see where life takes us
1: it is. It is. And I, I think that's something we can even talk about with, you know, what we're talking about today, that it, it takes leadership in your own life to go into the unknown and trust that unknown and be courageous in that. And that's where you will find new opportunities. That's where you will find a path that you never thought of. And um, so I'm hoping we can talk about that a little bit more today.
0: Excellent. Yeah, let's, let's absolutely do that. Um, I thought maybe we could start off with a, a brief discussion about values and value alignment, um, value congruence. So we, we all have to make compromises each and every day. We're, we're faced with all sorts of complex situations. And, you know, in my experience, not much in, the, in this world fits into black and white thinking. There's lots of shades of gray. There's lots of you know, colors in the rainbow, whatever metaphor you want to use. Um, the reality is that things are messy, things are complex. And, and so, you know, we have to wrestle with and, and live within the tension of having, you know, our values and staying true to ourselves, but also responding to situations and understanding they're messy. And sometimes there's not a great outcome, you know, there's not a great choice. Like we, we have a bunch of bad, choices <laughs> or <you> know, <laughs> maybe we have a bunch of good choices and we're just trying to figure out which one we should do. It, you know, it's, it's, it's hard stuff. So tell me, what do you think about how we can better align our values with the situations we find ourselves in and how we can find courage to say no when things don't align with those values, to say yes when things do align, but maybe it's a little scary. Uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I love this this topic because it's, it's something I talk about with my clients all the time. Because if you first of all, don't do the work to understand what it what it takes for you individually to be happy and fulfilled all those different pieces in your life and understand what makes you, you know, part of who you are, Um, what are what's important to you and that's part of your values. And I, I, I do believe that values are some things that you, you bring into this world. There's some some core values that are just with you. You know, when you're five years old, you're like, yep, I was just like that when I was five. That was important to me. And then you take on society's values and some add to your character and add to your, your fulfillment. And then you also take on some other values in your life that really aren't yours or they don't support who you really are and what's most important to you. And I think it's taking time to understand those things, first of all. And that gives you the grounding and the foundation to handle whatever life throws at you. And another thing, um, they, they say that people that are really resilient, and that's the ability to bounce back from difficulty, are people that understand that life is challenging. That there are gonna be challenging situations where you have to make a decision and you have to say no. And if you say no based on your, what's most important to you and your values, it becomes easier. Because when you say no, you're actually saying yes to something else. And the more you do it, it's just like a muscle. It becomes easier. And so it's a practice. You have to really practice it. And again, you want to do it with tact. You don't want to just say no. And, and, and sometimes it, it needs an explanation. Other times it does not. And, you know, some people in the beginning, when they say, no, they're kind of rigid. <laughs> it's like, no, you know, cause they're not used to it. So just, you know, practice it until it just becomes, you do it with grace and ease and people respect you and that's in the workplace or in your personal life, they'll start to respect you and trust you because, so, so, you know, she will say what she really means or he will say what he really means.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like how you frame that, you know, as, there, there's flip, flip sides to the coin, right? So you're saying mm-hmm. no to something. That means you're saying yes to something else, or vice versa. You're saying yes to something. You're saying no to something else. So we're faced with those kinds of decisions each and every day. And a lot of times, you know, we, in our own minds, we think, well, I don't want to disappoint somebody, so I'm just going to say yes, even though that's not consistent with who I am. Or maybe, maybe I just don't have the, t- you know, that's a problem in the workplace all the time. People say yes, they feel like pressure They feel like they have to agree to do something more rather than, you know, maintaining personal boundaries. And so, you know, it's a, it's a challenge. But we need to remember that we are saying no to something else if we say yes to that thing that we don't feel is consistent with ourselves. If I say yes to this extra project at work, I'm saying no, probably to an extra activity with my family or, you know, to whatever other important thing that there is in my life. And so I have to make that decision, which, which Priority? Am I going to allow to dictate my choices? Uh, and and of course there's messiness, and so you know you make choices, and there are consequences. And you know even though I think employers should respect employees and their boundaries and work-life balance issues, and you know all of that, that's another discussion that we could have. But, <laughs> yes. You know even even though I feel like that's really important, the fact is if I'm an employee, I don't control that, and so. My boss could be a jerk, and they could ask me to do something, and I say no, and then they retaliate against me in some way. You know that is a possibility. So part of all of this, as we're thinking about saying yes, saying no, we're thinking about the consequences of our actions, is we have to learn to be comfortable with the outcomes, even if it's not perhaps what we would really desire. So I know if if I'm going to say no to somewhat someone in a position of power, I know that there's a potential that that could come back to hurt me and I have to be okay with that. Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's where the courage comes in. Right. Um, because because I have to trust that life will take me in a better direction if someone retaliates against me for just, you know, living up to what I feel is right.
1: Wow. You couldn't have said that any better. And, and it's true. You have, it takes courage. It's not easy. This isn't something easy. We're faced with difficult decisions. A lot of the time especially in the workplace and there are consequences but at the end of the day you're the one that lives with yourself and you're the only one that can make that decision of what 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 is a priority right now and another little um, trick or uh, suggestion that i I can give to people is if you really don't know you're on the fence but you just something doesn't feel right and you just like i can't say yes i can't say no i don't know what to do is to Tell that person, um, you know, that you need a few minutes or you need a day uh, to get back with them. And wait till you really know what that answer is. And then you do your best that you can. And we all just do our best that we can with the information we have in the moment. So if you need more information, gather more information to make that decision. But get really clear on why you're doing this. And, you know, know, what's the outcome?
0: Yeah, yeah. And... I think that's really important and that comes back to personal boundaries that a lot of times people in positions of authority or power, um, they kind of pressure you to make a decision in the moment, uh, even though you don't actually have the information necessary. You may need to go home and talk to your family. You may need to collect some some data. You you may need to, you know, just take the time to think it through. And so, you know, I, I am a big believer in just establishing and protecting our personal boundaries. If our, if our boss, if our leader in the workplace isn't honoring that, then we need, it's our job then at that point to make sure that we are protecting our own boundaries um, so that we give ourselves the time so we don't end up making a rash decision um, or something that will negatively impact you know, a family member or a colleague or you know, whatever. That there are, there are implications of everything that we do and, you know, to the best of my ability, I want to make decisions that will at least at a minimum do no harm to those around me um, and and hopefully actually benefit, right, and have positive impacts for people around me. And that includes my family. That includes my neighbors. That includes my boss. I want them to be successful. And that will only happen as I'm successful. So I want, you know, the workplace to be successful. Um, it, but I, ha- I have to recognize that... Uh, it's a challenge if I'm being pressured and pushed into making a decision prematurely. On the flip side of that, some people fall into what you know, we might call decision paralysis, where they just can't get themselves to move forward. And there's a variety of reasons why that might happen for an individual. Um, and that's also harmful. So we don't wanna make you know, decisions in the moment, especially highly emotional types of situations. We want to give ourselves time, but we also can't just linger forever. And there are there there is timeliness that is required, particularly in the workplace. And so, while it might be reasonable to ask for a day to think something over, it's probably not reasonable to ask for a week or a month, you know, or or to have things just drag on for you know indeterminately. So we have to avoid decision paralysis, also.
1: That's a really good point on that one. Uh, people are fearful of making a mistake a lot of times, so that gives them that paralysis. But if they look at it as the worst case scenario, if you could handle the worst case scenario or outcome and kind of go there for a moment and face it, usually you can get to the other side. And the worst case scenario is you're gonna learn something. You know, if this is not the right decision, I'm gonna learn something and I probably won't make that decision again. And, or I'll be, I'll be smarter or I'll, you know, I'll learn, I'll, you know, I'll be better from this somehow. So that kind of helps people get off the fence in making those decisions because it's okay to make mistakes. How else are we going to grow or, or go or push past our comfort zones and, and learn something new? It's, it's really going to that uncomfortable place. And you don't know sometimes if it's the right decision. Yeah, hedge your (laughs) bets.
0: Yeah, yeah. Growth happens in the tension, right? And so Mm. um, we don't. Mm, We almost we almost never grow when we're comfortable. Um, And Mm. and so learning and developing ourselves and developing people around us happens. You know, you mentioned you know learning as a muscle or learning to say no as a muscle. Like, yeah, we have to exercise that, right? And that's the the growth comes in the tension. Um, now, we've been talking about courage to make decisions, but how about courage to lead? Uh, I know you do a lot of work in talking about courage to lead your own situation, but also in the workplace, your team, your work environment, uh, workplace relationships and such. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, what's the courage to lead? And why is that important?
1: Being courageous in, as a leader is, the, is is really stepping up and and. and being willing to take the first step and move in a direction or making a decision that's difficult and, and doing it with, in a way that people want to come with you. Even if you don't um, have all the facts or um, it's a risk, I feel like it takes a lot of courage to be the first one to say, you know what, I'm gonna go, I, I'm gonna figure this out and I'm gonna try it. And um, I'm going to inspire all of you around me to come with me and trust me in this process. And that gives the people around your team more confidence to go there too. And, and again, like you said, what, what was your, your saying that the uncomfortableness is the growth? What was there, You're saying, but it was so great. Um, but that is where you grow and that's what leaders are. And it takes courage. It's facing the fear and the unknown and the difficult part of whatever they've decided they're going to do and bringing other people with them and pushing past it and getting to the other side. And to me, that's really courageous.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that is hard. I mean, even in leadership and there's levels, right, of leadership, right now I'm talking about formal leadership roles. I I think we all can be leaders regardless of, you know, title or role in an organization but there are formal roles too. And, you know, from kind of the lowest level supervisor, all the way up to the C-suite and the CEO. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is that pretty much at every level, even the CEO is accountable to the board, right? So everyone has a boss, everyone has accountability. There's um, there's potential fear uh, at every level, and that requires courage at every level. So leadership does require courage. Um, now, at the very beginning of our discussion today, uh, I, I already forgot, but you had mentioned something that you wanted to make sure that we got to in relation to this topic. Um, so let's go there before we move on. If I think you can, we were talking, If you can remember. I trying not remember what it was. <laughs> um,
1: I just think, uh, I think it was just more, um, I think we we're just talking about courage and leadership and, and how, that, how important that is and that Um, In my journey of being a life coach, working with individuals and business coach and working with um, corporations, I found that there was a secret ingredient in people's personal life and in the workplace and, and that helps them break through barriers and achieve their goals and their dreams. And there's many barriers and obstacles out there that we're all dealing with. And you know, and the, what makes a difference of people who've been very successful is that they were courageous. That's the secret ingredient. They didn't let money, education, um, health, confidence, all these different things that we all are dealing with or can be dealing with get in their way. They saw a vision. They knew that they were stronger than they thought they were. And that's what I found with courage that a lot of people are using being courageous and using courage, but they haven't really put a word to it. And it's courage. And it it really is speaking one's truth and knowing that you can face the difficult things and keep going. And there's something on the other side of it and it's persistence. It's not giving up and it's, it's, knowing that there's something there if you do keep going and believing in oneself. and that's personal life or in your workplace. And I think right now, maybe whoever's listening, you're probably thinking you're right. I mean, think, think back into the things that you've overcome in your life and in work. Was that just luck or were you stronger than you thought you were? Maybe you were courageous. And now, knowing that, what can you do in the future? What haven't you done yet that might require courage? And that's how I help people understand how courageous they are and that they really can handle more than they think. And the unknown's our friend. Look back and see how courageous you've been and use that to catapult you forward into wonderful, great, amazing dreams and goals that you haven't even achieved yet?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, we all, we all deal with struggles, trials. Um, we all have our insecurities, we, you know, every single one of us, and even people who seem super confident on the outside um, still have their inner demons and their their insecurities that they're trying to deal with. So I think it, what you say is very, very important, you know, that it does take courage um, each and every day. It takes courage to get up. It takes uh, in the morning, um, uh, you know, I think especially if someone has mental health challenges or depression or things like that, I mean, literally sometimes getting out of bed in the morning can be one of the biggest challenges that they're going to face, right? Yes. Um, yes. And, and we, we, we go out, we, we tackle the day, we face relationships where people are imperfect. And even if we assume that everyone's doing the best they can, which I think is a good assumption to have, um, people make mistakes and they'll say hurtful things or do hurtful things. And we, so each and every day it's, it's going to be hard. Um, but that's, that's totally to be expected. And as long as we recognize that that is, that it just is, that's the way it is. Um, then we can learn what are our, Coping mechanisms going to be, and how can we establish healthy coping mechanisms? How can we establish healthy boundaries? How can we start to develop and build on our confidence in ourselves to be able to be resilient and to be able to respond to adversity in healthy ways? Um, I, I can think, you know, I I suppose just like all of us, you know, we 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 have different points in our lives that were kind of inflection points where where they became really impactful. And I've had, I'm sure I've had a bunch of them over the course of my life. But as you were talking, I had one come to mind. That was when I was a teenager and uh, I was, I was on this really long bike ride. We, we were doing a 200 mile bike trip over the course of two days, wow. which is, wow. that's a lot of riding your bike. Right. And it's a lot. It's a lot. And, and it was, it was hard. Um, and I won't bore you with the whole story, but, but basically that, that was a really impactful thing for me as like a 14 year old going on this big bike ride and pushing and pushing and pushing through mm-hmm. the pain and, and the challenges and just kind of finding some inner confidence through that. And that then led, you know, as I gained some confidence from that, that then led me towards other areas of my life where I was able to gain confidence, do new challenging things um, that then built more confidence and so sometimes we just have to step into the darkness a few steps, try something out, recognizing it's not always going to work, um, but we will learn from it. And the successes will build upon each other if we just continue to challenge and push ourselves.
1: That's a great, that's a great example. You, you had never done anything like that before. You didn't know what that was going to be like. And look what it gave you give you, you're actually referring back to it now as as a story that was impactful for you. And I'm sure making decisions that are, okay, can I handle this, you know, and and going moving forward into something that's unknown. And I think that's, that's what this is about. It does build, you know, one on top of the other. And one of my steps in my uh, workshop, the Courage to Lead that I'm going to be releasing soon Is that you never disqualify yourself. Instead, say yes. You really don't know what you can do unless you try. And so my motto is that you know, say yes and then start to figure out how I'm gonna do it. If it's something I really want to do it, I'll say yes, and and many times have no idea how I'm gonna get that done. Uh, whether that's a TED talk. I remember, you know, someone said you should do a TED talk. I'm like, okay, that'd be great. It's going to take me a good year to, to probably get into some a TED talk somewhere. And first one I applied to said yes. And then I was supposed to be on stage in four months. I didn't even have my talk figured out. So I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, I have four months. I can do this. And, and it's been an amazing journey living like that. I mean, even if you don't have the qualifications you think you, you have or you haven't done what you, you have education or the, the certificates or, or whatever it is, you, you really don't know what's possible unless you go for it. So that's another thing, I think, on the thing that you're saying. It, it, you have to, if you've had something that in the past yeah. where you've been able to do that, that will give you the confidence um, to do something that you have no idea how to do it. Um, But you'll figure it out. And um, that takes courage. That does take courage.
0: Absolutely. Well, Terry, it has been a real pleasure talking with you today. We're drawing short on time. So um, this has been a really fun discussion. Perhaps I can have you back on sometime so we can continue. Uh, But before we leave, yeah, that would be wonderful. Before we leave today, though, I want to give you the last word. And I want to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can get connected with you, um, find out more about the, your upcoming um, webinar and other uh, things that are coming down the pipeline.
1: Thank you so much. It's really been an honor to to speak with you today and I love what you're doing and I really wanna support that. And for my listeners out there, I, I'm, I'm working on a new book and I have a webinar that's gonna be released, The Courage to Lead. And you can go to my website to find out um, all the information about that and where to sign up. I'm available for coaching And um, I have a sought after newsletter that a lot of people are really um, enjoying right now. So go to Terry, T-E-R-R-Y, Sidford, S-I-D-F-O-R-D.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And I hope that you are leading in your own personal life and your professional life. And know that you are capable of much more than you think you are capable of doing. Be strong, be brave. I know it's an interesting time right now but know that um, in adversity, there's opportunity. Thanks so much for listening.
0: Thank you. Thank you again. I encourage listeners to to reach out to Terry, get connected, find out more about what she is doing and what she can do to help you. And I hope everyone stays healthy and safe and that you can continue to find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. I hope everyone has a great week. Thank you. We are excited to announce the launch of Human Capital Innovation's new e-magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine with the mission to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. We hope you'll check out our first issue And please let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.